Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another Eat Speed podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy. And Steve Wilson. Steve, did you play any of the Irish music? Do you have any bagpipes or anything? No, I'm so sorry, I don't. <laughs> oh, man, we used to have Irish music for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it, yeah, I would come on and do the uh, Bud O'Kennedy and Steve O'Willison here for St. Patrick's Day. And we would talk all about it. Well, we have a very special guest today to talk about St. Patrick's Day in the Metroplex, in the middle of the Metroplex, right in the middle of all the parades, all the festivities, everything else is always the Jay Gilligan's St. Patrick's Day block party. Our guest today is Randy Ford from St. from Jay Gilligan's. Randy, hello. How do you do? Hello, Bud. How are you, Steve? How are you guys? And just, Randy is the little here. leprechaun out at Jay Gilligan's that you see, or maybe not such a little leprechaun. But uh, this is, I think, this is right, the forty fourth year exactly for Jay right. Gilligan's to have a street party in the middle of downtown Arlington. Exactly right. Forty four years and counting. <laughs> Randy, you're, you, you've been doing this for 44 years, and from what I can tell, you're still vertical and ambulatory? Is that, I, am it, I, I don't look a day over 40 at all, do I? <laughs> you, must have been a, you must have been a tiny child your first St. Patrick's Day party. <laughs> exactly. Randy, I mean, Jay Gilligan's is known for its St. Patrick's Day party, which covers a whole city block in downtown Arlington. It's gotten bigger and bigger over the years, but it's also known as the home of Irish nachos. Uh, they're kind of potato skins, topped like nachos, and I've really haven't de described them very well. So, Randy, tell us all about how you became the inventor and the, the worldwide, known worldwide as the home of the Irish nachos. Well, you know, those, those Irish nachos, they aren't, they're fried potatoes, and that's, that was the, the, the whole secret to it. People ask me over the years, you know, but what is the secret to the Irish nachos? Well, the first thing is it's fried potatoes. It's cheese and potatoes. It's your basic comfort food. So we fried those potatoes. And uh, in 1980, we opened in 79. In 1980, I bought our first fryer and had a friend of mine come out and we fried every kind of fry, a steak fry, a shoestring fry. We, 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 we blanched fries. We cooked the whole deal. And the truth of the matter is, uh, we were we would always have traditional nachos, but we were cooking fries that night, and people would come in, and I would be passing these fries out in baskets, and I ran out of baskets. So we always put our nachos on this skillet, the china skillet with a handle, and so I had just got through uh, cooking some round fries, and I was looking for a place to put them, and so I just grabbed the skillet with nothing else to lose and put those potatoes on there, I thought, well, I'll put a little cheese on there. And then we always did the tomato and the jalapeno and the onion just for color because it just on our traditional nachos. So I just threw a little jalapeno and onions and tomato and passed those out. And some guy said, hey, what's that? And being Gilligan's and potatoes and the background, I said, they're Irish nachos, of course. <laughs> you know. They are well known. I mean, I, I see references to them in uh, newspapers all over the country and magazines. And you've been on a couple of food shows about what their Irish nachos, right? Yeah, we have. We, we were on the Travel Channel. We were on, now we weren't on Diners, Dive-Ins, and Drives, but we were on the Food Network. Uh, we were on a little show. Uh, it's a little day tripper, a uh, PBS show that uh, Chet does and does little trips around uh Texas, and then we were on ESPNU, the very, very first college championship as we know it now. Ohio State was playing at the Cowboy Stadium right down the street, and we do shuttle there. And we took a crew of these, uh, the producer and his crew that filmed a bunch of the game and 
the sideshows and stuff like that. We they came here at Jay Gilligan's. We fed them Irish nachos. We took them to the ball game. We said, "See you later." And that night later on, somehow there was miscommunication, and we were standing on the corner waiting to pick up people. And here comes this ESPN crew, and uh, they told us later in a letter that we were a godsend, which because they didn't have a ride home, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we were going to catch the bus. So four now, Steve, I want you to ask a question. First, I think we need to tell everybody the exact hours and time for the St. Patrick's Day party. And, uh, you know, Randy, let's start off with Dallas is having their parade on Saturday the 11th. Fort Worth is having their parade on Saturday the 18th after St. Patrick's Day. What day is your party and what time? Yes, sir. Well, it, we, we always do it on the day of St. Patrick's Day. So it will be Friday. It'll be Friday, March 17th. Uh, we start at 11 o'clock in the morning, and we'll go for sure outside until midnight. Now, we'll continue music. We'll have music. We have a bar side, a restaurant side, and then we have the outside where the city allows us to block the street off. So we'll start at 11 o'clock in the morning with our nachos, and we'll go all the way to uh, midnight. If everything is good, the weather is good, we'll, we'll stay outside a little longer, but we'll, we'll stay up until 2 o'clock on Friday, you know, Friday night. So 11 a.m. to midnight on the 17th, and that's in the uh, – 400 block of East Abram in downtown yeah. Arlington. Technically, yeah, you're typing it into your GPS, 407 East South Street. But exactly. Steve, Steve, you've been to Gilligan's. Yes, it was kind of like when it first started up. I mean, I, I was uh, in the early 80s. I was uh, going to UTA. And um, I guess you already had come out with the Irish nachos because that's what I remember. We would uh, just you know load up an Irish nachos over there. That, that, that's been a, a you know, that, that, Aristachos, it's a comfort food, and now we we have certainly just been blessed to have that dish because it uh, we we really have had a lot of notoriety because of those cheese and potatoes. It, it's been great. What's changed over the years, and what hasn't changed in Gilligan's menu? Well, you know what the number one thing has changed that old building right there. That <laughs> that's the sign. <laughs> that that old sign. Thank goodness that sign has been retired. But on the north side, on the Abram side. Uh, we have a neighbor down the street that has a, a company called Lane uh, Supply Inc. And they what they do for a living is they do quick trips and they do Love's Barbecue and uh, Chick-fil-A's. And so they put a canopy out front. So in, in our parking lot out front now, we have a real nice uh, canopy that we do outdoor events. Like this will be the first year that we've actually got to use the canopy. And we still have our tents and we'll put our tents up. But this canopy, it's the real deal. It's not going to blow away. So that gives us a lot of protection. And then, you know, the COVID brought along, you know, new habits that people do. And outdoor eating is one of those. And so we've got a new nice area out front that uh, makes it look like a, the real deal. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of off what the party room back there. Now there's a dining area too. So Yes, sir. Yeah. There, you know, we have a we have the restaurant side and then we have the bar side. We call that the draft house. And so that's just north. And so there's a room out there for dining and then there's outdoor seating. And then like, you know, for events, for the football games, uh, we had A&M in Arkansas here last year. We had 600 A&M faithful and we reserved that canopy for them last September 24th. So it's been a, a great deal for us. They all fit in one booth, didn't they? Probably, or a couple of booths, or a couple of booths, yes, sir. A couple of booths. The, the uh, now let's talk about what's on the menu. Obviously, uh, potatoes and Irish nachos. And obviously, a lot of cheeseburger. A lot of cheeseburger. A lot of cheeseburger. We could almost make a living off of Irish nachos, cheeseburgers, and we have a grilled chicken salad that we call a Chad's salad. It's a grill. My middle name is Chad, so I named it when I was trying to lose weight several times and. 
finally put a hot grilled chicken on that cold lettuce and tomato with the, the mix of cheese and stuff like that. So it's a Chad salad, a grilled chicken salad, the burger, and our nachos. Now we have a filling. We have a filling that's real good. We have a secret. We use it's a, a shaved ribeye. It's the real deal. So you know, chicken fried steak. We start from scratch. We still do that. Chicken fried chicken. So it's a we got a pretty wide variety on our menu. And the prices are pretty good, uh, particularly the uh, prices around Arlington keep going up. So how much is a burger and fries these days? I you know, don't want to catch you. You might not have the menu in front of you. On, on, the, on the third pounder, the third pounder, I think we're, we're at eight and a half, eight forty nine, or something like that. So and still less than $10. Yeah, still less than on the, and the half pound, we're at nine forty nine. So, you know, it's just amazing that, uh, you know, margins are a whole lot different these days than they were two years ago. Uh, so, you know, it, it is what it is. But so we try to keep, you know, you can only charge so much the, uh, there's other ways that you have to try to operate, you know, like the shuttle, uh, you know, having the outdoor events help offset those margins that all restaurateurs and all food people have to deal with. Go to the grocery store. All the families that go to the grocery store these days, everything is just not like it used to be. We're with Randy Ford of Jay Gilligan's in Arlington. He's having his St. Patrick's Day party come up March 17th. Uh, you'll have the bagpipers there. Is it the same bagpiper who's been there all along? Don McLeod. Don McLeod wow. has been here for 44 years. Don and I have known him. We went to school together, and he actually worked at Steak and Ale years and years and years ago. We all remember Steak and Ale. And he was a bartender there, and he helped me open my first place. And then I was uh, destined, I guess, to be his first place in public he ever played his bagpipes. That was a little scary. But 44 <laughs> years later, <laughs> he's got it down now. So, but, but now, you know, we'll also have, there'll be a, the Guinness people come out and there'll be a bagpipe player. And there's a young lady named uh, Tiara, and she's a, a Celtic fiddle player. And uh, she's actually going to be in Granbury and I think there's two or three places. So she comes by here at noon. So at noon, she'll be walking around with her fiddle and she sings and does a little Celtic jig. And so she'll be here at noonish. Don doesn't get here till six in the evening. And then the Guinness people will bring by uh, uh, some of uh, the backpack players between the two and six era. So we'll, you will have uh, plenty of that going on. And some rock bands too. Oh, yes. Sir. Yeah. That, you know what? A uh, rock, rock city, rock. I'm, I don't know if I'm saying Jason's band right, but uh, they're out of uh, Rockstrosity. Yeah. Rockstrosity. Yes, sir. Thank you, bud. And they're out of. Uh, out of Eagle Mountain, and they do a great job, and his wife plays bagpipes. They tell me that she has five different types of pipes, and, you know, there's the Irish pipes and the Scottish pipes, so I'm not sure what all she has, but they will be here. Now, they'll be playing the, They'll be playing outside on the main stage, and they'll start at 7 o'clock, and then September Moon, that's a, it's a, it's a young band that they do, it's kind of a country rock, and they've got a, a little new song out to, I think, uh, Alan Pesci, they have a little record label, so they're, they're, they got a little record. I think it's on the on the country charts. What kind of stuff is there for families or kids? We at four o'clock. I'm glad you asked that because we do have a balloon. We have a we'll have a, a a lady that comes out and does balloons. We have face face painting. We have a little shamrock, a little picture of a uh, of a leprechaun and and some different little St. Patrick's Day, if you will, Irish type coloring things. So the little kids can come. They can color. They can get their face painted. They can uh, you know have the balloon and stuff like that. Now we, we have had bounce houses in the past, but we're not going to do that this year. We're going to just stay with a little safer type of, uh, Steve, I know this is a food show, but should I ask him about green beer? Do you think I ought to ask him? <laughs> we had a lot of beer when I when when I used to go there in college. Really, the UTA <laughs> students had a lot of beer. Yeah, it's food and beverage, food and beverage. You know, you know that uh, you know, but years and years and years ago, uh, uh, one of the reps with Coors, Coors Light of all things, 
the first year we ever did green beer, there was no such thing as Coors Light. It was Coors Original. But what that all, what that is, is just food coloring. So they'll take a little eyedropper, if you will, and put that in that keg and take that keg and shake it up. And that's all it is, the food coloring. And by the way, now, that's an American deal. That's the, the Irish do not want to have any part of that. They want their Guinness and they want their Harp and their Jameson and their Prosper 12 or whatever. They don't want any part of that uh, green beer. So that's that's really a, a real live American uh, uh, institution, if you will, like they dye the rivers in Boston and Chicago or whatever. But you will have some? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. We'll have, we'll, we'll have green beer for sure. And, uh, Guinness the whole deal, yes, sir. The first thing in Austin, the green beer was pearl. They didn't have curtain down there, so they, sure. they colored the pearls. With the, now we don't want to make it sound like you're a Coors joint. Do you have? Uh, what are some of the newer uh, drafts or or, or uh, you know the beers you have? You, you know, you know well, Juana is here. She's the director of operations, <laughs> and so she's got the whole list of that. But yes, yeah, we've got the IPAs, the raw, the revolvers. I think there's a new revolver IPA. You know, we've got Fat Tower, obviously. So we have quite there. We have 26 beers, you know, on tap. And I know that's not as many as some. Uh, a flying saucer years and years and years ago came to Arlington, and at one point they had a hundred beers on tap. And so we tried to get in with the Joneses, if you will, there for a while and had 35 uh, different flavors. But we're, we've got 26 different, you know, types of IPAs and, uh, uh, that you know, that they're pretty popular these days down. Very popular. Probably enough. Uh, Steve, that some of the other restaurants, I'll tell people about what else is going on for St. Patrick's Day. Angelo's has a bagpiper come in. It's always the anniversary of Angelo's Barbecue's grand opening on White Settlement 4, so they'll have a bagpiper. Uh, some of the best food out there, the Eatsy's grocery stores, you know, they have the special Irish soda bread with raisins and caraway. They have St. Patrick's cupcakes. Uh, they have corned beef brisket. This is all sold at the Eatsy's hot food line you can take home. Uh, those are a couple of things that, that seem like good options for people on St. Patrick's Day. Does Steve, you have a St. Patrick's tradition? Tradition? Not, not really, although uh, this sounds like a pretty good party here in Arlington, so I think that might be a new tradition to start up. <laughs> Talk about downtown Arlington, Randy. I know you're a big spokesman for Arlington and downtown Arlington and the growth. If people need to know they can just take 30 to center and turn south. And, uh, you know, they'll find it. But talk about what all downtown Arlington has become. Boy, it, it has really just blown up. And, you know, and that, and, you know, it, when you, we've been here as long as we have, you know, that makes you nervous at first, you know, because, you know, you're, you know, it was at one point it was me and McDonald's and Mr. Gaddy's or Mama's Pizza, like you suggested earlier, you know. And so as the new people come in, but you know what, that it, it, at the end of the day, uh, they will come to Gilligan's and then they do go to the new places. And, you know, the, uh, there's lots of places just on the other side of the railroad tracks up to Hurtago's, the, the barbecue place. Of course, Babe Fried Chicken is not a new place, but it's been in Arlington now for 10 or 12 years. But there's all, uh, what is it, the, uh, Bud, what, the, uh, Conoroso and Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, yeah, Mellow Mushroom. And then the, uh, Tipsy Oaks, Tipsy Oaks. Tipsy Oaks. You know, and the cartel, Taco Cartel and Grease Monkey. So, you know what that does? One time, OK Carter told me that, you know, if, if, if one comes, that that always brings more people in. And uh, it was right. It, it, it was, he was correct about that. Because, you know, they may come. Uh, and uh, what's the, the Cane's Pizza the, the, uh, that they have one over in Fort Worth? Conoroso. Yeah, so they're here. So, you know, that brings a lot of you know, that brings a lot of folks to the area because they can have different options to do. But uh, at the end of the day, we still get our share. 
and I would be remiss if I didn't mention, you know, Texas Live and the Cowboy Stadium and the New Globe Life in Choctaw, of course, and Hearsay, the, the new mayor, and the, uh, I guess the Texas Rangers and a group out of Dallas have that going. And that's open now. I saw where you did an article on that. And Have uh, you been in Hearsay? You, I have not yet. And the mayor comes to Gilligan's. The mayor comes to Gilligan's. But I yeah, do, I, he's talked work. about Gilligan's, but you know, Hearsay, that's a $2 million restaurant that looks like it looks like a private club but it's open to the public it's a very elegant restaurant particularly a, a uh, upscale lounge it's really something it's really something particularly for Arlington so you know what and that and that is the great thing about that uh, there was and Steve you said you went to UTA as I went to UTA I graduated I did I graduated a long time ago but when the opening of the XFL here what a couple of three weeks ago when the rock was in town etc well uh, a guy that has a ticket agency, uh, Johnny Mac, uh, went to UTA. He brought 25 of his friends that went to UTA, and they live in Dallas in the Fort Worth area. They went out to the XFL, saw the ball game. They went upstairs and had a drink at Hearsay, and then they came to Jay Gilligan's, and they spent money here eating and drinking. He said we were a little less expensive. And so you're right. You have to have nice places. But there are good, you know, the Texas Live uh, hearsay, but then we have our niche also. But Johnny Mack brought his people here, and of course, The Rock didn't come to Jay Gilligan's, but they had his tequila, the distributor. The Rock has a tequila, so they came here, and we had bought some uh, uh, six bottles. And so the distributor came by and passed out samples of The Rock's tequila at Jay Gilligan's. So, hearsay and Jay Gilligan's and Texas Life, all that brings in new business, and uh, it's been great. It has been great. Now, I think you're kind of lapsing over into Cinco de Mayo here with all this tequila talk. But Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? Cinco de Mayo fi- falls on a, a Friday also this year. Okay. Well, you've already got that planned out. Steve, any more Gilligan's talk? Any more questions for Andy Ford about the uh, food items, the menu, anything good? I don't think we actually mentioned how much Irish nachos cost. <laughs> you know what, Stephen? It's potatoes and cheese but you know it's it's ten dollars you know it's, it's uh, the half hours is 950 and then the uh, the full hours is uh, is 10 or 1049 I guess it is these days didn't used to be that way until just uh, a couple years ago you know the things things go up the, those potatoes we use now are not the same inexpensive potatoes that you know there's no such thing as inexpensive anymore so unfortunately they do cost more but uh, you know the and you just have to, you can't go up and get as much as the margins, the margins suffer. That's the way that it is. And you have to find other ways like shuttles to the Cowboys stadium and the rodeo this week, the rodeo this week at the American rodeo at Globe Lock Field, we'll be shuttling there. And those outdoor events uh, that helps, you know, balance everything. you got to have a, now, a good balance. Now I bet when they went from uh, hearsay to, to Gilligan's, I bet they spent more for one drink at hearsay than they did for drinking the rest of the night at Gilligan's. Well, that's what I, I was told. We had a little price difference there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well. This has been Randy Ford, our guest from Jay Gilligan's, talking about his St. Patrick's Day party. Starts at 11 a.m. on Friday the 17th, continues until midnight. Uh, bands, balloons, bagpipes, and uh, beer. I guess is the, you know kind of the way you yes, sum it up. You and know I, that. You know, lots and lots of Jay Gilligan's. Uh, you know, Irish. This is the 44 years. And I guess there are probably some people who live to see it all. Randy Ford has. So, uh, you know, 
Randy, any other words about uh, about St. Patrick's Day? Do you have a little Irish speech for us? Just come on to see us when you can. If you can't come St. Patrick's Day when you're in the neighborhood, come see us. And I, this has been fun, guys. It really has. This is my first podcast ever, and you guys did a great job. And I, y'all are you're great. It's it's a good place to meet your friends if you're uh, meeting friends halfway in between or meeting friends and going to the ball game. Gilligan's is a good old time, uh, you know, just grill burger restaurant. A simple place, casual restaurant. Uh, it won't set you back too much. And really, you know, if if you want, you can walk to the ball game from there. But Randy's got a bus that'll take you. Yeah, you sure certainly could. Certainly could. Steve, anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everybody. And uh, until I guess after we recover from St. Patrick's Day, we'll be back. Until next time, I'm Bud Kennedy. See you both. Then.